If I can solve something that has a bigger pain point behind it, I'm going to get paid more. If I can help somebody achieve more status, I'm going to get paid more. If I can help somebody make more money, I'm going to get paid more, right? So when you focus on bigger problems, your, your paychecks also become bigger. What is keeping you from growing your business to the next level? I'm Jess Bergio, one of the hosts here for Fast Foundations, the podcast. Between the three of us, my co-host Jim, RT, and I have grown several businesses scaling beyond seven figures. And you know what? Not a single one of those businesses came with a blueprint. For years, we poured time and resources into our businesses, from salons, tech companies, and product-based businesses, navigating success and failures on our own. For all of us, though, it began to change in 2019 when we found a community of like-minded entrepreneurs and industry leaders to mentor us. That community was Fast Foundations. Just like the mastermind, we're bringing on experts and having discussions to give you tips to not only improve the foundational skill sets you need, but to also fast track your growth. We'll dive into the core pillars of what will make your business succeed. Whether you have a brand new idea that you're looking to turn into a business or you're already a successful entrepreneur looking to scale, this community is here to take you to the next level. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Fast Foundations, the podcast. It's your girl, Jess Bergio with the one and only Joey Spears. Joey, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Jess. Happy to be here. So happy to be talking to you. It's been so long since we were in the very first round of Fast Foundations, the mastermind together. Seems like 10 years ago, but really it was what, three, four years ago now? Yeah, yeah, it feels like 10 years ago. Absolutely. Like a yeah, lifetime. 20, 2019 and something like that. Yeah, yeah. You were a baby. I mean, you're still kind of a baby. You're what, 24 now? Um, I feel 24. like Just you've lived like 10 lives in the last couple of years, though, for all that you've done. So share with everyone listening, because I know a little bit about what you got going on, but share with listeners how you got involved with Fast Foundations and Mastermind, because your story is very different from a lot of people. Yeah. So great question. Um, I'll give you a little quick pitch on who I am, and then I'll tell a little bit of a story on how I got involved. It is a little bit unique compared to a lot of people that were in that room. But uh, so my name is Joey. I live in Northern California. Uh, I build businesses for a living. I'm a brand builder. And um, I'm just aiming to build a world where more people succeed while doing what they love. And so every company that I, that I build, uh, that I own, is somehow helping some audience, some target audience do that. Build a world where they're succeeding while doing what they love. Uh, kind of despite their circumstances, I want to help people do their best, succeed despite you know kind of the cards they've been given. If you go all the way back to the beginning of my story, uh, actually had a really tough time in school, really tough childhood. Um, not from a family perspective, had a phenomenal family, but really tough time in school. Diagnosed ADHD, learning disabilities. Uh, I've got processing disorders, um, which I can't even fully wrap my head around what that means. All I know is I don't process information the same way a lot of people's brains do. So I fell behind really quickly in school. Uh, however, outside of school, I always felt like I was able to play up uh, socially, maybe at a higher level than a lot of the kids that were in my class. So it was this weird, weird world I was living in where I felt like I was really behind, but I also felt like I had skills that were really pushing me forward. So uh, really tough time. And then I had a great eight teacher, the first person who really was like an authoritative voice in my life outside of my family for the first time. Uh, first day of school, brand new teacher. And he held up all of my IEP papers, which is my individual education plan, basically saying, Joey is not capable of this and this and this because he has this, this and this. And uh, he looked at me and said, hey, man, I, you've got a terrible track record. I know that. I've heard all about it already in staff meeting this morning. But I want to tell you 
None of these things that I'm holding up in front of you are walls. They're just hurdles. And I don't think anyone's ever taught you how to run and jump. I'm going to teach you how to do that this year. And it was, I almost cried my first day of grade eight. Uh, it taught me that, uh, I can rebrand myself. It taught me the power of re-identifying my story, re-identifying myself, even at the age of, you know, being a kid in grade eight. And I really needed that. I had a discouraging future lined up for me based on the decisions I had made and based off some of the labels that I was carrying that I didn't know how to let go of. And, um, that really, really changed my life. That moment really did change my life. So fast forward that year, uh, I actually started a business the next year, my first year in high school, it was a content agency. And I just decided, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to pursue developing myself. I love business. I feel like I've got great people supporting me. I understand my limitations and they're no longer limitations. I'm just learning how to see them in a different way. So I started a content agency doing photo and video and just loved it and loved it and loved it and loved it. And so I built a business over the next couple of years of high school and got out of high school um, with a full-time business, you could say. I was making like 50K a year at that point uh, doing photo and video stuff for some really cool brands. I started getting sent all around the world, traveling to some crazy countries. I did 20 countries before the age of 20, wow. uh, getting to shoot for some of my favorite brands in the world. It was all kind of in the outdoor travel tourism space. So got to experience a lot of fun things that a lot of people uh, would be so grateful to experience. So I felt really, really lucky, but I really wanted more. And I'm from a small town in Canada. So uh, wanting more and then you know, looking for people to help me get more felt a little bit difficult because I wasn't surrounded by a ton of people that were doing big things, aiming to do big things. I felt really supported, but I needed to be kind of following in the footsteps of some people that were quite successful. So one day, um, I stumbled upon Chris Harder's show, For the Love of Money, when it used to be called For the Love of Money, before he rebranded it to the Chris Harder podcast. And uh, my dad said, hey, man, you should listen to this. I really want you to listen to this episode. It's really good. And I said, I don't do that thing. I don't, I don't listen to podcasts. And he said, I love it. Why so wait, your said, dad found Chris. Yeah, so my dad listen to Chris. And then he's like, yo, you should listen to this dude. And I was like, I, I don't do that because I, again, I associated podcasting as some kind of form of like education. And my story that I was telling myself was I'm not, I'm not good at education stuff. So I was like, I don't listen to podcasts. That makes sense. And then he's like, please just give me one episode. So I, I gave him one episode and the podcast blew my mind. I was like, this is incredible. It was something on financial literacy. And as a young, at the time I was probably 17 or 18, uh, just to be hearing like really smart, wise, digestible and actionable financial advice was really cool. Like I, I thought that was awesome. So I just binged Chris's show. And then about a week later, I DM'd him. I said, yo, my name's Joey. I'm from Canada. I'm from a small town. I really want to be surrounded by people like you talk about in the podcast. At that point, he only had his elite mastermind. So I said to him, hey, if I fly myself to Santa Monica, where he was living at the time, can I take you to coffee for like 15 minutes? So I'm thinking this is a good deal. I'm going to fly myself all the way across North America on my own dime. Just have 15 minutes of coffee with this guy. There's no way he's going to say no. And he was like, hey, man, I'm glad you love the show. No way. I can't do it. And I was like, oh, what the heck? I was like, no. Like, I was so excited. And then I was like, wait a second. That just taught me something. That was, that was a terrible pitch. Like, that had no benefit for him. And why, he has no idea who I am. Why the heck would he ever want to give me his time? And so I'm so glad he told me no. And he very bluntly told me no. He was respectful, but he said, hey, man, I, I'm really busy. I don't have time for that. You know, wish you the best. No. And so I went back to him. And uh, before I went back to him, though, I audited everything he was doing online. And I went back to him and said, hey, Chris, here's three places that I think you could really, you know, be saving yourself some money. You're probably losing through the cracks because this, this, and this is happening. 
I'm really good at that. I'm, I'm good at content. Uh, you know, would you be down to have a conversation with this? And he called me, Chris Harder called me like 40 minutes later. Like he called me, he's like, here's, you know, what's your cell phone? I'll call you. Like, so I went from getting no to this guy that I like was like blown away by listening to his podcast. He was this great entrepreneur, loved what he was about giving why, like, I just, I was like, this is so cool. This guy looks awesome to hearing him say no all the way to all of a sudden he was calling me on my cell phone and I was like freaking out. I'm in my parents' basement. I'm talking to him and I'm like freaking out. He's like, so tell me about that. How can you help me? And I was like, well, I can do this, this and this. And uh, I've always probably had a little bit more natural confidence than, than most people potentially. Um, so I kind of just went with it and said, Hey, yeah, these are the problems I see. And I think here's a couple of ways that I can provide solutions for that. And he said, Hey, I've got something coming up. That's going to be, you know, fitting for somebody in your income bracket. It's called fast foundations. We're just about to launch it. And I said, great. And he told me the ticket price. And I just kind of negotiated my way into the room. I said, Hey, I'll do this, this, and this for you. And long story short, that's when you and I met, you know, we showed up for the first fast foundations event ever. I'm this 20 year old kid coming in with my backpack, walking through LA, never been to LA before. I'm like, gosh, I got to get in an Uber. I was terrified. I've never even told anybody this. I was terrified getting in an Uber. Oh, I bet. I've never been in an Uber before. Like we didn't have Uber in my town. You know, I'm like, this is weird. I'm getting in an Uber. I'm like ripping on a little bird scooter for the first time. I'm like just living it up. You know, like, this is great. Um, but uh, yeah, that weekend, cause they're weekends or not weekends. They're, they're through the weekday, but it's three days. That event changed my life because it, it allowed me to, um, it allowed me to really be in a room with people who were thinking bigger uh, and, you know, weren't seeing me. What I loved about that room and what I love about Fast Foundations, and I know it's the same now as it was. You know, I did three rounds of Fast Foundations. It was like this the whole time. I know it's still the same now. I, I got into that room and people saw me for who I was becoming, not just who I was. And I really needed that. I really needed to be around people that were going to do that for me. And, uh, and I, I love the opportunity just as much, if not more, I love the opportunity to be that for other people. And I think that that was a massive part of what just gave me so much momentum was people were seeing me that way, but the, the opportunity for me to also just give as much as I could to people, whether it was listening, whether it was encouraging them, whether it was somehow being able to give a little bit of advice that I maybe had for them, anything. It just felt like it fired me up. And so, yeah, Fast Foundations changed my life. And I'm now sitting here in Northern California. This is a totally side note, but I live in California now, which is kind of hilarious. I married a Californian and the story of how we met would not have happened if I wasn't at Fast Foundations. It's a crazy story. Well, we got to hear the story. We got to hear the story because I mean, you're just selling the dream here. So, Here's the story. Uh, I'll give you the short version because it could probably go pretty long. But basically, uh, flying home, I'm in the LAX airport security line, which has got to be one of the worst places you can be. I'm like this little peasant walking through the normal security. I don't have TSA pre or any of that stuff. I'm just like, again, this little Canadian kid trying to get back on a flight to Toronto. And uh, I remember walking through the zigzag lines, right? You're walking past. You know, it's kind of awkward in an airport sometimes. Because you, you walk past somebody and then like 30 seconds later, you see them again because you're zigzagging through yep. all the like lines of security. And I just before I got up to uh, got up to actually going through the body scanner, I'm pushing my bag through the, the TSA machine and I get a tap on the shoulder and I turn around and it's this girl and she says, hey, is that a camera bag? And I said, yeah, it is. And she said, oh my gosh, I've been looking at that bag online. And I'm thinking in my head, there's no way. Like I bought this bag down in Kira, Australia in a small surf shop. It was the only one there. There's no way she's been looking at this bag, but she told me she did. So she's like, can you show me the bag on the other side of security? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like I got time before my flight. So we both get through security. 
she's like, I'm a photographer. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm a photographer. We started talking about it a little bit. She was in the wedding space. I'm in the commercial brand space, obviously, like I noted to earlier on the show. And she just was like, yeah, that bag looks really cool. I was like, well, I don't know where you can buy it, but I know what it's called. So I'll go look it up and I'll send it to you. Like I'll send it to you on Instagram or something. So I got her Instagram, sent it to her. And it was like purely just like, that's all it was. That's all you thought it was. That's um, all you thought it was. That's all we thought it was. That's all we both thought it was. Long story short, uh, like six, seven months later, I'm back in LA for another round of Fast Foundations. I think it was the next round. And um, she's back in LA. She did, I thought she was from LA. She doesn't live in LA. She lives up here in Northern California, where we both live now. Long story short, we hang out and I just fell in love with, with this girl. And I was like, this is crazy. I would have never known you if I wasn't at Fast Foundations, if I didn't get to the airport at that exact time. And here's the craziest thing. She has TSA pre. She's not a peasant like me. She's got TSA pre. She's never been declined of her TSA pre once in her life. She used to fly every week because she was a destination wedding photographer. So she was going all across the country, all across the world, shooting weddings every week. That's where she was going. She was going to Mexico. I was going to Toronto. And she went into the TSA pre line and they declined her and put her right behind me in the security line, the normal security line. So I was not even ever supposed to meet her. So it's a crazy story, but yeah, we're, we are more than happily married. We've been married for about a year and a half now. Um, she's the love of my life and we build businesses together. She's way smarter than me. The world is better because we're doing things together. Uh, she's awesome. Yeah. That is but yeah, so that's how epic. I met my wife through Fast Foundations. Guys. Hey, it's RT. Thanks so much for listening to the Fast Foundations podcast. I want to see you in the room. I don't want you to just be hearing my and our voices. Let me tell you about the Fast Foundations Mastermind. It's a six-month-long program, and it's our signature program. It's how you join our community. Every time we talk about this amazing community of almost 400 people that have gone through our mastermind that we have here on the podcast that we hear from and our mentors, all that kind of stuff, all the guest speakers, the coaches, all the awesome things that we get to do, it all starts with the mastermind. It's a six-month-long program with two two-day in-person events. One's in Scottsdale, one's in Denver. Yes, they're in amazing, beautiful places. We have them in cool spots because that's fun. We also give you six months with a coach, one-on-one. And the most important thing is once you go through that mastermind and you learn from all these amazing speakers that we bring in, learn from your coach, grow with me and Jim and the rest of our team, you get lifetime access to our community. Every single thing that we do is recorded and uploaded into a private platform off of Facebook, off of the social medias, all that kind of crap. And it's saved in one place that you have, again, lifetime access to. So when you join the Fast Foundations Mastermind, which you can learn more about at fastfoundations.com and click on join the community to apply. When you join this mastermind, you're in our community for life. I really hope to see you in the room and I hope to talk to you soon. There have been probably so many other love connections that we don't know about that maybe people haven't gone off and gotten married, but I know that there's been a lot of soul connections, a lot of friendships been made, business partnerships that have happened in this. Like there have been some really epic like relationships that have come out of Fast Foundations. And that's the beautiful thing because not only did you do one round and got to meet those 40, 50 people that were in that first round and then put you into the next round, which I know a lot of people have done multiple rounds because a lot of times the first round is like, I've been told this and it's been on a few past episodes. It was for them to kind of start to see where they were at and what they were capable of. But also you mentioned earlier what people saw in them and poured into them 
And then the second round was kind of like, okay, now what am I going to do with the things that I know? And how can I start to get some momentum in my business? Third round even could be where you use that network that you've been growing for the last year as a place to really nurture and grow your business, whether it's getting on other people's podcasts, um, sharing business tips with people, doing events together, creating businesses together. Um, It's been such a cool thing to watch. And I know that, you know, Chris always says, you know, he's both of our mentors, too. And that's it's interesting how I I came to him with some stuff, too, and ended up in the in, in a very similar way. But your network is your net worth. And I, I believe that to be so true, especially in both the creative entrepreneurship space and my favorite line, the accidental entrepreneurship space, because I, I, I don't know if you noticed, but I teared up when you were talking about the IEP that you had when you were a kid. My son, who's 11 now, he's in fifth grade. Um, the school has been asking us to get that done for him. He goes to a private school and they, we need to go to a, you know, a public school to do that. But he was recently diagnosed with ADHD and just very a few things like that. And just the way that that teacher said that to you, I can only imagine because we know how impactful teachers can be in our lives. And once you leave, you know, the traditional confines of school, where do you find those teachers? Where do you find those mentors? And that's where like podcasting, if you're listening to this, hopefully you're getting some life lesson out of listening to our stories, listening to Joey's stories. Um, Those become your new teachers. And sometimes you just need to hear one thing for you to have a complete perspective shift over how you can show up differently. But even just like you saying that gave me a lot of power to talk to my son later, even today, about the things that he struggles with being hurdles rather than roadblocks. Mm. Like, yeah, you just so good. gave me verbiage to use to help right. my son see because he is just like you where he is socially more advanced. But then in school, he struggles because of the focus issues or maybe how he digests information, like you were saying, the processing part of it. And I find it to be true with a lot of creative entrepreneurs. We have this like zigzag about us where we can be good at a lot of things. And when you put yourself in a room like Fast Foundation, some people can see the things that are easy for you that you might not even see of as a skill set or a superpower. They're like, no, that's what you should do. Like, that's your thing. Like, you should help people do that. And we've seen so many people pivot their business to lean more in towards things that they didn't really see as a strength for them because it came easy to them. Yeah, no, that's so good. And I love that. Jess, your your son sounds awesome. I've got such a big heart for people, for people like myself and like your son. My father-in-law actually said something the other day. It reminds me of um, not only what you said, but even the sign that's behind you, the come as you are sign. He, uh, this, this sounds crazy. This is really going off on a tangent, but we'll come back to everything we're talking about. He just ran a leadership conference in Folsom Prison, uh, which is crazy just to think about what I just said. He just ran the first ever leadership conference in Folsom prison. Um, and one of the things that he said that got kind of talked about and people, you know, brought it outside of what they had done is they said, he looked at everybody and said, who they say you are may be true or who they say, or or what they've said you've done might be true, but who you are and who they say you are is not true. And, And, you know, who you're becoming, they don't even know about that stuff. So it was so encouraging to hear him say that to a bunch of dudes who were locked up in Folsom prison. But I, when I heard that, I was like, oh, man, that's just so encouraging for me, too. You know, what they say I've got or what they say your son has got might be true, but who they say your son is isn't true. You know, and yeah. um, that's something that I think is just so beautiful. And I think it's a, yeah, something that I'm always trying to, to grasp on, too, because, yeah, having ADHD is challenging. There's also massive benefits that I'm like. I'm so sorry that people who don't have ADHD don't get these benefits. Like they're so great. There's so many things that I feel like my hurdles, as my teacher had called them, they're not walls, they're just hurdles. There's so many reasons why I look back on my life and go, I wouldn't be 
a quarter of the person I am if I if I did not have this issue, this issue, and this issue. So I'm really grateful for it, and I hope uh, I hope your son is too. It sounds like he's got great mom who's going to keep, keep uh. encouraging him on that stuff. But yeah, and that's and, and I mean I'm twice your age. I'm 41, so it's like one of those situations where not only did I put myself in a situation to go and learn the things I knew I didn't know, but it then expanded my perspective on life and learning from people your age, people that are in the middle, people that have done different things than me in order to come home and be a different, better mom for him, to be able to be the support system, to get curious around how you can show up differently. Because I know I have ADHD. I've just never been diagnosed. I sat with him while he got tested. And the whole time I'm like, Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't actually need to be the I don't need to do the written part. I just did it mentally with him while we were sitting there. And I was like, no wonder I struggled with XYZ because I was the same way in school. You know, I was challenged often, but when there's things that you're passionate about, like you go all in and you can focus on those things. So it's crazy. Um, okay, so how could people there's a few things on your social media that really like resonated with me as I was kind of doing my research with you and catching up on all the things you've been doing. You did a, you, you do a ton of amazing content videos, just like really teaching people some valuable lessons. And one of the things you said was, how can people start to think like a six figure earner? And I know a lot of people mm. come into Fast Foundations making just under six figures, wanting to grow and scale maybe a business they already have or wanting to step into entrepreneurship because they want to make six figures plus hopefully maybe even seven figures to possibly be in Chris's elite level down the road. Can you give us some tangible takeaways of how to kind of shift the mindset around from being stuck at that 50, 60, 70 K a year to stepping into that version of yourself who's, you know, open to making over six figures? Yeah, great question. So uh, I can attribute a hundred percent probably of what I'm about to say to my experience in Fast Foundation. So I came into Fast Foundations, like I said, probably making 50 to 60, 65K. And um, I didn't really see how it was going to get much bigger than that because I was working a ton. Now I loved it and I loved working a ton because I was a 19, 20 year old kid who was getting paid to do what he loved for a living. Like I, I, I had way more than I deserved right at that point. However, I wanted to scale it, but Again, I was going, well, I don't know how I'm going to scale this thing if I'm, there's not really more time for me to work harder, right? And I think one of the, the big lessons that I learned in Fast Foundations, specifically from just some of the stuff Chris talked about financial literacy wise, and kind of understanding the price tag you can put on different types of value. I think that was what was so cool about Fast Foundations, getting to be in a room where everyone did such different things. And for me to go, oh, how much are you charging for that? Oh, well, here's what I'm charging for this. It allowed me to, it kind of felt like everyone had their cards out on the table and you got just to have so much context and you got to learn so much. So what I, what I learned was uh, if you want to have a six-figure business, you got to think like a six-figure six business owner, right? And I think one of the biggest thing is um, you, your income will always be, we said this in Fast Foundations all the time, equivalent to the quantity and quality of problems you solve, right? And that's something that I have learned over and over and over again. That is, I think I will be saying that till the grave. Like that's one of my favorite things to talk about in business. Because like myself, I was going, man, I feel like I'm really working hard. I'm solving a lot of problems, but my income wasn't huge. Again, for a 19-year-old, 20-year-old, it was great. But I was going, if I'm going to double this, how am I going to double this? Because I can't work double the time. And then I learned, well, I've just got to stop focusing on smaller problems and start focusing on bigger problems. Meaning, what are things I see in the world that are potentially costing people more money, more status, and giving them more pain? If I can solve something that has a bigger pain point behind it, I'm going to get paid more. If I can help somebody achieve more status, I'm going to get paid more. If I can help somebody make more money, I'm going to get paid more, right? So when you focus on bigger problems, your, your paychecks 
also become bigger. So I think one, you know, the video you probably saw when I was talking about that, we encourage creatives all the time, you know, who are in my situation where you're doing gigs that are $200 to $1,000. And I'm like, we'll start focusing on the $15,000 problem and you might get paid five grand, right? And you're going to have a massive jump. So whether you're listening to the show and you're a fitness coach, you're, you know, just some other type of coach, you're even writing books, like whatever you're doing, if you can go, how do I focus on solving the deeper problem that's costing somebody more money, more status or more pain, you know, if I can figure out how to solve a deeper problem, my paychecks will just get bigger. So uh, Fast Foundations actually gave me a great business model, both the business models that I'm operating on, on both the businesses, both Creative Rise, which is that online education platform, teaches creative business so they can run a business. That entire idea came out of Fast Foundations because I was teaching everybody through Instagram DM how I was building a business. Everyone was always asking me, dude, you're 19. You're getting sent to Iceland for a week to shoot photos of something like what the heck? That sounds amazing. Oh, you're, you're going to New Zealand for two and a half months. What the heck? You know, you're getting paid to go down there. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just doing this, this and this. And then Chris looked at me and he said, bro, you're like, you, I love your heart for teaching people what you, what you know, but you're not actually being that effective because you're only able to help like such a small amount of people each year. However, if you chunked out some time in your schedule and you actually built a brand around teaching people, you could help a lot more people really create some change. So I created Creative Rise out of Fast Foundations. That was a great idea. The second thing was, I remember standing up, putting my hand up in front of everybody and saying, I want, I think I'm really good at brand stuff. I'm really good at helping people build brands. How do I make money off this? And Chris said, well, you should literally come into people like me, you know, my team, and you should overhaul our entire brand. Show us all the holes of where it's costing us money and then provide some kind of an experience that's going to help us fix that. And I went, great. And so I started a thing called Brand Therapy where it's an all day, one or two day workshop where we go deep. And that's like a $15,000 price tag starting for just a day or two of consulting. So again, Fast Foundations gave me such great ideology to start solving bigger problems, but it didn't just give me the ideology. It gave me some great ideas to actually you know, match with the ideology and start taking action on them. And it, uh, it, it blew everything up, which was so cool. So, and the support from people made that really easy to, to, to go, okay, I'm, I have no idea what I'm doing. Just got this idea from the room. You know, I got this idea from the community. What are my next steps? Here's what I'm thinking. And the community acts as such a good filter, right? Of people going, yes, or maybe shift this a little bit. So it was so helpful. It, it was so, so helpful. And I'm, I'm sure so many people are listening right now with amazing, brilliant ideas. They just don't have people to filter things through or to give them like a tweak to things because often like mm -hmm. there there are no shortage of ideas out in the world there are none but sometimes we can't even see what's possible for ourselves with our business like you could have taken the idea of branding and just opened a branding agency where you maybe did some websites and talked to people for $500 and maybe threw out a new website and logo like that also could have been a branding thing that you did because it's something you were good at you loved but then when Chris, like when you put it in perspective of no, people will pay good money to sit down and have your undivided attention for two days, completely overhaul everything like people will pay for speed. And that's why masterminds are so key, because you pay for that speed. You get to skip the line. You get to look under the hood and see how it was actually done rather than try to figure it out on your own. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably pretty savvy. You probably can figure out a lot of shit on your own. It's what got you to where you're at now. You got to where you were at. I mean, a 12th grader uh, just graduating high school making 50 60k like you were rich at 18 like that was huge but you had the wherewithal enough to know like okay I can only work so many hours in a day so I'm either stuck at this level for the rest of my adult life or I got to figure out how to take the skills that I have now and 10x it into a different way and so sometimes yeah, that looks 100%. like 
taking what you know and going even deeper. So, you know, being able to have that perspective shift from a mentor, which we've talked about the story, which we funny story. We tried to record this and my Internet. We had a storm here, kicked us out. But Joey was telling us an epic story (laughs) of his mother who was teaching leadership. She was a facilitator teaching leadership. And I want to hear the old man story again, because I don't think you were getting to the point to call Chris the old man, but I kind of think maybe you were referring to Chris as the old man. Yeah, that's where I was going. Chris is an old man. So here's the story. Really quick. Yeah, really quick. The story is because this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So both my parents work for a global leader in leadership development, um, culture transformation, all that stuff. Really cool company to be raised around. Uh, And I can probably attribute a lot of who I am to that. Uh, Again, they're phenomenal parents. They're awesome leaders in, you know, the areas of life that they, they do stuff really, really well. But my mom is a facilitator. She's a crazy extrovert social person that gets up on stage in front of some of the world's or all of the world's biggest companies. Like they work with all of the tier one absolute biggest companies. And she'll get up on stage in front of 500 of their executives and she'll walk them through some kind of experiential program that teaches them a ton of aha moments and catches them in the act of something and goes, now, what's that? What, how does that affect Monday? That problem you guys just encountered, how is that affecting your meetings on Monday? Right. And you, you pull out all these examples. So it's a brilliant, brilliant thing that my parents get to do. Um, and they're a part of that company is just really cool. Now being raised in that, I got to learn a lot of the lessons that they were teaching these executives, you know, as I was growing up. So one of the things they taught me was you've always got to find your old man. Now, doesn't have to be quite literally an old man. Uh, when I met Chris, he was not quite literally an old man at all. Uh, Lori was also one of my old men. She's not a man and she's right. not old, you know, but the principle is this. There's this game they do. It's called Gold of the Desert Kings. Uh, the company's called Eagle's Flight, if anyone wants to look it up, but it's called Gold of the Desert Kings is the game. And it's a game you run in a conference room with, uh, you know, a ton of people. And basically the game is 24 days long, but the, but the days are only eight minutes each. And your goal is every day you get to make a move on a map with your team and you're moving towards, ideally, towards the mountains, which are on the other side of the map. And in the mountains, once your team gets there, you can choose to mine gold. And the whole objective of this game to to get to the mountains and mine as much gold as possible and then make it back to the village without dying in the desert. And there's a bunch of traps, a bunch of things that are set up in the desert for you to die, to run out of water, to run out of food, to get caught in a storm. And so it's this really cool game, but right before my mom, you know, says go after she explains all the rules and she's facilitating this whole thing beautifully, she says, okay, one more thing. There's an old man that sits at the gates of the desert and he says he claims to know everything about, about the desert. Now, I can tell you this. I cannot guarantee you what the old man is going to give you will be of use to you. And then she says, go. And everyone goes, ah, didn't even hear her. I'm already planning my strategy. And they race off into the game. And uh, most of them die in the desert. Most of them don't complete the game, which is good because it pulls out a lot of aha moments and makes them think about the way they're operating their companies based off some funny principles they learned from an experiential you know, leadership game. But if a team does speak to the old man, they always win, basically. And my mom always says at the end when she's wrapping up the session and she's facilitating the, you know, what are the, what are the takeaways from this experience? My mom always says, so why didn't you guys talk to the old man? And everyone yells at her, oh, well, you said he was a liar. You said he didn't know anything. Who is the old man? I didn't even know you talked about that because some people are already, you know, they're already thinking way ahead and they're not listening right before they say go and they start the game. My mom always says, well, I didn't tell you the old man was a liar. I said the same thing. She's done the same thing for 25 years. I've said the same thing for 25 years. I cannot guarantee you the information the old man will give you will be of use to you, meaning you might not use it. 
But the old man happens to know everything about this game. And if you would have just stayed and listened to him, it costs you a day of the game every single. So it costs you something to stay back and listen to the old man, but he tells you how to win the game. And they always win if you listen to them. So my mom and dad would use that principle when I was struggling to find, you know, development in my own life as a young kid due to the circumstances I was labeled with ADHD, all the things we already talked about. So they always encouraged me, well, if you're not able to find that support, Joe, in the school system, you know, what do you want to do? And let's go find an old man for you that can help you, right? So that's how I stumbled upon uh, Chris. Because again, my dad, when he told me to listen to that podcast episode, he said, hey, I want you to listen to this. And he was saying, hey, I want you to listen to this podcast. But what he was really saying was, I think I found you an old man. And I think I found you somebody that's going to make you better. He's going to make you a better man. He's going to make you better financially. You're going to become a better businessman. You're going to become a better husband one day. You know. And as a, as a young guy, it, he, it, that, it did that for me, right? Getting to know Chris and Lori and being involved in their communities, Fast Foundations and beyond, really helped me do that. So that's the principle of an old man. And I've continued to try and use that to my advantage uh, and uh, continued to try and do that. And there's so many people that I would qualify as old men in my life that came out of that experience of Fast Foundations, right? Whether they were actual men or not, whether they were old or whether they were young. Uh, yeah, Fast Foundations was a brilliant room to be in to take that principle and really put it to use. Um, and it's helped me a ton. It's really helped me a ton. Mm, so good. I mean, I don't even have to ask you my usual closing question, which is if someone has stumbled across this podcast and they're listening to it wondering if a mastermind is right for them, if this mastermind is right for them, Fast Foundations, what would you say to somebody who's on the fence? I mean, obviously, we've heard some really incredible things of how it shifted and changed your entire life. Um, but, you know, you know, you know who I'm talking about. You can see them clearly in your mind. It's a it's a friend you used to hang out with. It's someone that, you know, of you come across with who's maybe talked to you about possibly doing business with you, but they were too scared to invest in things themselves. And they're like, I think this is the room I need to put myself in, but I'm scared or I don't know what I'm going to get in return for participating in something like this or putting my money where my mouth is. Yeah, totally. So <laughs> I, I think the way I would explain it is Fast Foundations is not going to be for everybody. It's not for people who do not want to really better themselves. It's not for people who do not want to build good businesses. It's not for people that want to do it alone. If you want to do business alone and be isolated, Fast Foundations is not going to be for you. But at the same time, Fast Foundations is perfect for you if you want to learn how to increase your earning power, which that should be the number one concern of anyone who's trying to work for themselves, especially if you were young like me. How do you increase your earning power? And that goes back to that speed you were talking about, Jess, right? The mastermind just cuts so much time. I got to learn from 45 people's experiences. A lot of them double my age and more. Like that is invaluable. You can't even put a price tag on that, right? Uh, so for me, I was going, Fast Foundations is right for me because where I'm from, there's not a community like this I can easily tap into. Right. Second, I've got some dreams and some ambitions that I know are going to take more of me than I currently know I have or I'm capable of to achieve. And what else am I going to do? I think that's the question I always ask people. It's like, okay, if not this, then what? Like, if not Fast Foundations, then what's your plan, right? And people say, oh, it's, yeah, I don't know if I can do it money-wise. It's a lot of money. Like, bro, I had to put, I had to put Fast Foundations on my dad's credit card. I barely had the money to pay for it the first time because I actually paid for it first. And then I, we talked about how I, you know, did a trade. I got reimbursed for it after. And then we did trade for the next two rounds I was in. But I didn't even have a credit limit that I could pay for me as a Canadian, it was almost $10,000 that first round because of the exchange and then add in all the flights and travel. 
I couldn't even pay for that because my credit limit wasn't big enough. But I still went, it doesn't matter. I need to find a way to be in that room, yeah. right? So Fast Foundations is for you if you are someone who's going, what I'm currently doing is not what I want to be doing in five years. And the question is, if you don't do Fast Foundations, well, you're probably going to be that same spot in five years. You've got to make some kind of change. So for me, Fast Foundations was, was that. Uh, that's, I, I can only speak for myself as someone who wanted to grow, someone who wanted to be surrounded by people, someone who wanted to be pushed. Uh, I don't want to join something where everyone's going to just cheer me on like I'm perfect. I got a lot of great feedback from Fast Foundations. I got, I got sculpted you know, as a young man and a young business owner by the community. And that was everything I needed. And so looking back on it, it's like the, the price you had to pay, the price I paid to get access to that, even as a young guy who didn't have a lot of money, you know, invaluable, invaluable. So true. And, you know, I know you have your perspective from your age, but listening to you, like I resonate with a ton of what you're saying too, because I had done the yeah. same career for almost 18 years at the point where I joined and I knew that I didn't want your same analogy with in five years, will I be happy? For me, it was in five, 10, 15 years. If I keep doing what I'm doing, I know what it looks like. I've already done it. And I had put myself with that glass ceiling of like what you were making when you graduated high school. Like I had hit what sounded really good in the beauty industry, like well over six figures, but I'm like, I can't work anymore. What is what I need a perspective shift of what could po be possible. And it's just, what did you say? Something about out earning or exponentially growing your earning potential in that room. And like you said earlier around figuring out like your strengths that you have in order to solve bigger pain points that would allow for bigger paychecks. That is is huge. And, and that's what we've learned. The difference between a hobby and a business. You want to make money or you want to do something just for fun. And, you know, whether or not you take in 10x or 100x your business in this mastermind, the lessons you learn, the people you meet, the things you walk away with are you mentioned it several times, invaluable. So Joey, thank you so much for sharing all your epic stories. I wish you nothing but of the course. best. You have so much ahead of you. And if you guys are interested, follow Joey for sure. He always has the best video content. Not only is it like adventure enthusiast stuff, it's life. It's just, you know, you exude like that soul of like, how do you want to live big? And if you guys need someone mm. like that in your life, if you're looking for an old man, maybe he's younger than you. I think it's okay. He's an old soul <laughs> trapped in a kid's body. Let's just put it that way. Like you are, you are like, 85 years old but trapped in a 24. I always say to my wife I'm like I feel like I'm 45 <laughs> I don't hey, feel think. like I'm 24 but <laughs> no seriously you guys if you love this podcast if you're curious about Fast Foundations the Mastermind check us out at fastfoundations.com and I'm sure if you have any extra questions you can hit Joey up and he will give you even more of his time because that is just the type of human he is Joey it was so good to see you I'm so glad we got to reconnect and now that you're in California we got to meet up for a surf sesh or something in Newport love it that'd be great that'd awesome. be great We'll Thanks, guys. guys. Yeah. If you got questions, hit me up on, on social. Hit me up. Joey Spears, not related to Brittany. So it's J O E Y S P E E R S. Uh, and you can just shoot me. If you got any questions about Fast Foundations, I would be more than happy to talk about it to share my experience. Amazing. Thank you. And one last thing, Joey, I know you run some programs and you got a lot of stuff out there for creatives as well. Um, if people are interested in doing some things with you, can they find all that on your Instagram as well? Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Everything's kind of linked there. So perfect. Uh, come on by and I'm, we can be friends and we can, you know, follow each other along. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you on the next episode of Fast Foundations, the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. For more free business tips like this, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram at fast.foundations. 
What was your biggest takeaway from this episode? We want to know. Tag us on Instagram, share this episode with a friend, and leave us a five-star rating and review so we can reach more incredible entrepreneurs like you. We're so glad to have you as part of our community. Go to our website, fastfoundations.com for details on our next in-person event. This podcast is sponsored by Carter & Custer Agency at carterandcuster.com.